Hello and welcome to Fresh Face Comics, the comic book podcast where a lifelong comic book reader guides his friend through the world of comics for the first time. My name is Joey Morgan, the aforementioned lifelong reader. With me as always is Jacob Licklider, the aforementioned newbie. Hulk's a mean green mother from outer space and he's bad. Nice! Oh, I'm so happy! That's what we went with. Lovely. And joining us to talk about our very first time discussing actual Incredible Hulk comics, like like he's the actual star in it, is, uh, is our good friend, a uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Mason. Hi everyone, I don't, I, I don't have a Hulk joke. But that's all right. I'm here. <laughs> that's fine. That's all good. We're here. We're having fun. Today, we're talking about our, uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk, Planet Hulk Prelude. It's a weird title to say out yeah. loud. It's the prelude to Planet Hulk. You know, Planet Hulk, that famous Hulk story. This is not that story. This is the prelude to that story. It, it makes next sense. time we're doing that story. Next time we are doing that story, Planet Hulk. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be happening next time. So uh, today we're talking about uh, seven issues, issues in particular that uh, that the publishers at Marvel felt uh, properly set up Planet Hulk. Uh, these are uh, Fantastic Four number uh, 533 to 535 and The Incredible Hulk number 88 to 91. Uh, so we're going to get into that today. Um, but I guess kicking off our non-spoiler section, Mason. What is the prelude to Planet Hulk about? So the prelude to Planet Hulk, um, so I, I know little about the Planet Hulk story, but from what I can tell from this, the, this is the comic that basically builds the tension that, um, like, like throughout the course of the issues, um, we see um, Hulk interacting with uh, both, like, the Fantastic Four, and then later on we see him in, like, his own issues with, like, Nick, with uh, Nick Fury who pops up. And basically, the entire story of this prelude is the the slow build up and tension that like eventually leads into the event that starts Planet Hulk. I think. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. So, it, it, what is really nice about this is like some comic preludes are are kind of weird. Where they'll call something a prelude to a big event, and it's just like you could kind of see how it fits. But this literally ends on the inciting incident of Planet Hulk, which is really nice. Um, so yeah, so we'll be, well, yeah, we'll be properly getting into that more next time. But yeah, it's a it's a prelude, and, and yeah, like you're right, like it, it's it's basically here to like set up more of the tension and why Planet Hulk happens. Um, Jacob, how did you find the 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 build up to this event? Well, I found it kind of weird because okay, so like really, I'd argue the only as far as I know now, I haven't started Planet Hulk. Which spoiler alert, we're doing Planet Hulk next time. I don't think, I think we said that like I think we said like three times now, haven't we? Yeah, <laughs> and also I'll be there. I think I'll be I there think as you, well. You should you should be there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So it feels like they realize like, hmm, we have four issues of the Incredible Hulk that are really act as a prelude, but we also don't want to publish a trade that's just four issues. Mm -hmm. And so, so, so they include Fantastic Four here. Yes. Which isn't really quite the prelude you would expect it to be. They're still good issues, but they really only have like one seed in it that that works to build up Planet Hulk. That's interesting. But also, like, what it's it's the odd thing of I found these three issues that are basically here for padding to be the highlight. Like, I do, yeah, I do prefer the Fantastic Four issues personally. I think it's like. <laughs> And it's not because like the actual Incredible Hulk issues are bad. Like far from it, they're they're pretty good. Uh, they just it just feel they just have suffer from the problem of we have an event coming up, and this book is getting a big writing team shake up and mm -hmm. a big art team shake up. Like 
Yeah. Um, and yeah. the upcoming like team, it, it is only one event that the team sticks around for, but it's a long event. The it published uh, over the course of, of over a year. Um so yeah, so there there's a lot going into it. There's a lot to set up and but at the same time because there's a lot to set up you simultaneously they kind of they kind of can't set up much either because it's a very simple premise uh really for planet hulk that of course we'll get into when we talk about spoilers um but i must say jacob i didn't realize what i would end up doing with this book was that through the random guest appearances of certain characters that we've had in the books leading up to this um there were a couple that you weren't a big fan of uh yeah that, that are yeah. like big, big marvel staples i didn't realize my plan here would be twofold in that uh i guess you kind of came out of this liking the hulk and the fantastic four much more than you did yeah. before yeah well i mean it helps that this time neither of none of these characters are being written by stan lee that's um, true that's true and um and they're allowed to be characters um i will say this is one that you've all like Basically, through all, like, both from for both books, for the Fantastic Four issues and the Incredible Hulk issues, it does feel like we're coming in partway through a story. And, oh, definitely. And, yeah. and that's just, like, yeah. normal normal comic book things mm-hmm. um, that, that you kind of have to just deal with and realize. And it's, like, it's not a bad thing, but it's, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I will I say, really, actually, I really okay. hope the event that follows this is kind of, is worth it because like it, it it i'm intrigued but i'm not like i'm not, i'm not getting the yes this was amazing and i need to continue mm, uh, understandable understandable i could see i could see somebody just starting with planet hulk as a story um i think the prelude works and also just has some really nice individual issues and smaller and also, char- character pieces in there that work it also gives us a shorter book after quite a few. Yeah, we had some long, long ones. <laughs> books. We've we've had some long ones recently. Uh, like I think what the like last three. Yeah, yeah. Our la- our last shorter one was the first volume of X Men. X Men, and oh. even then, oh. that it, that included at least Gi- that, giant that, size X Men number giant one. size. Yeah. yeah, and you know, then before that, our our last short one. Was Hellblazer and Swamp yeah. Thing? Like, yeah. No, Hellblazer wasn't short. That was a lot of issues. Are you thinking of I, Sandman? Yeah, I'm thinking of Sandman. The point uh, being, Fresh Face Comics has uh, done... <laughs> We've done a lot. <laughs> We've done a lot. We've done a lot. Done a lot. Which Mason, is, Mason was also on the Sandman one. You, you guys should check yeah. out. Yeah, yeah Marcus, yeah. our good friend Marcus. Um, actually, bring this back to Mason... I think this is like the most sort of normal comic book thing you've read because you've had you had All Star Superman in the past, which was its mm-hmm. own event sort of comic. Um, you had Green Lantern Secret Origin, which was very much a you know this could be any any new comic book reader's first Green Lantern story. Um, but this is probably the first time you're experiencing this thing that Jacob has gone through a lot, where it's just like if you're starting a not from like number one or from the very beginning of something like. Odds are you're carrying some baggage from some previous run on a comic book, um, which is very mm. much what kind of happens here throughout. I was wondering how you found that as, a, as someone that doesn't read comics regularly. Yeah, it was um, like going through this comic, um, I could definitely tell that like I was starting in the middle of something because like Hulk is like 
I mean, granted, I I don't know how much his design is always like this, but like he's like balding, mm. and also <laughs> he seems to have like like the the Bruce Banner and Hulk like personas at the at least at the start seem to be a bit more like um I guess together or like I guess more like at ease with each other control and so I yeah think, yeah and like I could definitely tell from like that that I I'd been missing stuff and and there's like also little moments throughout like the the specifically like the fantastic four issues where like i'm assuming they're referencing stuff that i just don't know about Mm -hmm. um but like i mean part part of it might be because like i i did grow up on the mcu so like a lot of the characters in this and and also like just just uh, marvel movies in general so like i already kind of knew most everyone that was like presented here um and like the, like the the plot points and characters that I didn't know, I was just like, oh, it was probably like in a comic that I just haven't read already, and and like mm-hmm. it, it didn't like, I guess, confuse me too much going through it. I th- I think that the the comics that I read here, they do a good job of like being a part of a larger a, a larger story, but also not being like an aggressively like, oh, this is issue five hundred and twenty eight. You need to yeah. read five hundred and twenty seven issues previously. Like, yeah, I, I didn't get that yeah. sort of vibe from it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times comics will like do a good job of like catching up pretty quickly. And if nothing else, reading more and more, you just kind of learn to take it on the chin and you're just like, okay, that's just kind of how it is <laughs> sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't like too, too hard to, hard to access for you um, when reading it. So that's good. Yeah. Um, all right. Shall I get into some Twitter questions? Yes. Uh, let's begin actually on, on, a, on a discord question from our friend, Andrew, good friend of the podcast. Andrew uh, says, should the story have been adapted into the MCU? Um, Hmm. Well, I mean, it, there, like a, the, the vibes of it are in the MCU because, like, like there's a similar thing that happens in this comic that does happen in the MCU. Mm-hmm. There like, is I, like, I mean, I mean, like, like, like the context is different because in the MCU it's more so like a aw, but like in, in the comic it's like, oh, what the fuck? Like, yeah, so there's like yeah. a difference there, but you know, mm-hmm. it's like, hmm. One could argue they did kind of try to adapt Planet Hulk. I don't think they succeeded. I have been told that Thor Ragnarok is at least a partial adaptation. I forget. Have you not seen Ragnarok? (laughs) Nope. You lucky soul. (laughs) I know know a lot of people love Ragnarok, and I fully respect that. I love Ragnarok. I respect your opinion. (laughs) God, I hate that fucking movie, dude. You, I, you, I think, you've had this conversation. I know, I know. Oh man. Um, I feel like <laughs> I, I will say, like, from what I'm aware, I feel like the MCU does occasionally have the issue of like, it's like the combination of one great superhero movie with like another really bad superhero movie. So like, like for for Thor Ragnarok, it's like a really good Thor movie mashed with like a really bad Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah, like, I can I can kind of understand that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we may be opening a can of worms here, but <laughs> with my limited experience of these seven issues, um, I don't really think the MCU always does a good job of portraying the Hulk. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know. Not that the Hulk can't be a very funny character. There are some very funny bits in this. Mm-hmm. But like, oh yeah, it seems after Age of Ultron, it kind of just became a joke character. It's kind of funny because actually, I think 
Yeah, well, because his first appearance in the MCU after Age of Ultron is Ragnarok, which I find it kind of funny that you haven't seen then. Um, but I think you're mostly talking about what Endgame, right? Endgame and, and Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if he was really like a comedic. Oh, and um, and, and She Hulk, because I have seen about a third or maybe half of She Hulk. You know what's funny is She-Hulk actually ends on like kind of a joke that feeds into the fact that the MCU might do- be doing some more Planet Hulk related things. Oh, yeah. It. Mm, it just, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Andrew's second question is: uh, Do you have any plans on watching the 2010 animated movie? Uh, it, there's a 2010 animated movie called Planet Hulk. Uh, I've never seen it, uh, but I'm, I imagine we'll watch it next time. We can do that definitely. Um, yeah, I think yeah, yeah we can yeah. do that. I, yeah. I, I I have it written down here on the schedule that we will there be we doing. Go. We were also supposed know. to do some adaptive material this time for your first actual Hulk comic, but obviously we ran short on time a little bit, so it's yes. all good. It's all. Good. I mean, this also isn't your typical Hulk story. Yeah, so, yeah. like so, I, I, plenty yeah. of plenty of room in the future. Like um, like this story is like aggressively a prelude, so I feel like it'd be weird to like have a. Like also, watch Hulk two thousand three, or one of the movies with what's his face. There's uh, there are so wow. <laughs> there are two. There are, I guess there are two big like modern Hulk adaptations. There's the two thousand three one, and then there's Incredible Hulk from two thousand eight. Um, mm. It's been a long time since I watched O three though. I feel like this yeah. is a a slightly like hot take, but I really like the Edward Norton Hulk movie. I think. Oh uh, yeah, I, I think it's. Oh, it's fucking awesome! Yeah, I love that one. Hell yeah! Yeah, seen yeah, either. It makes Damn. me happy that like I'm. I, yeah, I'm, the, the I'm Hulk is a character is a character it. I was not really familiar with. What was that, Mason? Uh, though I was gonna say I, I'm happy that I'm like finally among one person who also likes that movie because I feel like it's like everyone's like second least favorite MCU movie behind like <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. See, and, and and like Thor: The Dark World, like I prefer Thor: The Dark World over. The, the the last two Thor movies, personally, you know, it's it's not mm. completely terrible. I defend it in certain aspects. It does miserably waste Christopher Eccleston, but that's beside the point. Um, yeah. But uh, that, uh, yeah, and I, I, and I love Incredible Hulk 08. I think that's, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, one of the more, like, unique MCU films. Anyway, uh, on to actual Twitter things. Uh, actually, no, no, sorry, before actual Twitter things, uh, we started putting our Q&As up on Blue Sky. So if you have fled the clutches of Elon Musk, uh, you, you can find us on Blue Sky. Uh, I think it's our same ads as on Twitter. Uh, but yours but- is different. Is mine different? Yours oh, shit, that's a- right. That's right. Mine is, uh, yeah, mine is a little different because I guess Jomo with three underscores was taken on Blue Sky somehow. Um, so my ad on Blue Sky is uh, jo- at Jomo Blood Donut and every Blue Sky ad ends with dot B-S-K-Y dot social. It's, it's fucking stupid. Um, but overall, we're there. And, and All three of us are there. You can find yeah, us Yeah, I think yeah. Mason hasn't followed me back yet. What a little bitch. Um, oh, I'm very sorry. <laughs> you have- um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so what I was going to say, though, uh, is, yeah, we got a question on there uh, from our friend Sean Franco at seanfranco.bsky.social. says, how do you think the Hulk works best as a character? Uh, hero, villain, anti-hero, or banner? Feel ill-equipped to answer this question. Just uh, based off what you read. I don't Sla- know. Slash already know about the character maybe anti-hero maybe i don't know um i can see villainous hulk working though and i could see heroic hulk working 
Um, but I feel like I feel like maybe probably the best most potential is exploring uh, Bruce Banner as a character. See, that's interesting. Is between those options, like I feel like I could kind of take any at any given time. Um, but Banner is probably the one that I'm kind of least interested in. I like seeing Banner when he's kind of trapped inside the Hulk um, and trying to like break out in a way. But I, I don't think I, I don't know. I don't think uh, I'm interested in just Banner as a character. Um, whereas like any of those, I, I, I could, you know, I think Hulk can wear any any different hat in, at any different time. And, uh, and I love seeing when different writers portray him in different ways. So Mason. So what were the four options again? I'm sorry. Uh, hero, villain, anti-hero, and Banner. Um, I think it's interesting. I, I think I'm going to kind of say what you say and like, like any of them at any given point. Cause I think it's interesting how, the Hulk is different depending on like who in universe you ask. Cause like, I, I would imagine that like Banner is probably, I, I, at least from what I've seen, like he probably doesn't like the Hulk very much, but like in the context of like someone who may have been like saved because the Hulk like beat up a, a, a villain or something like it's a, it's a hero to that person. And then like, like how does the Hulk see themselves? And the, like, I, I think that, I guess similar to Jacob, I feel a, a little ill-equipped to answer this, but I do think that it's interesting to like, I guess, have it depend on who, like, like, uh, uh, like, have it depend on which perspective we're looking at. Hmm. Understandable. Let's see. Uh, now we're going to actual Twitter. Uh, let's see. Our first qu- couple of questions from here come from uh, our friend Kian at Kian the Quark. Says, uh, "Which Hulk would you most like to smash?" Don't. I don't, I'm not going to answer that question because I've only really experienced one of, well, maybe two of them. <laughs> so yeah, like, are we talking like actors or like the I don't the know. Kian does this thing where he like kind of drops questions on us and doesn't really elaborate. Um, so I feel like interpret that however you want. Um, I'm going to say pass. Fair enough. Uh, Luthering, though. Um, all right. The yeah, second cool. question yeah, says, uh, in your personal opinion, is the Hulk the most flanderized MCU character? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Have, what a question. I, the Quark asking the hard ones. So um, <laughs> even in terms of internal MCU logic, uh, I'd argue okay, there's another character who is equally flanderized, um, and that's Thor. Ooh. See? Mm. I don't agree with that. At least based on the MCU that I have seen. Um, remind, I, remember that there's a large chunks of it that I also I even say seen. this. I even say this as someone that has that is not a fan of the Taika Waititi Thor films. I think even through those films, Thor is not a flanderized MCU character. Personally. So like hey. I've like of the MCU stuff I've seen I've I've mainly just seen like the Infinity Saga stuff I've only seen like one or two like Phase Four movies, not okay. not not out of like disinterest I just haven't gotten around to them yet because I, I do genuinely want to like get, uh, get into those stuff. There's but, some like, really great multiverse saga stuff. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to like certain movies, but like I I don't know if like I don't know if I would use. I would use the term flanderized for any of them. I just think that like maybe for what their characters were meant to do in certain movies, maybe their like personality shifted a bit too much, but like, I don't think any of them became like overly concentrated, I guess. That's understandable. Yeah. I'm not sure if flanderized is the, is quite the right word for it in, for it in general. Um, 
because that implies that like they they've sort of only been boiled down to their their most obnoxious traits. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if I, 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 I here's the thing. I, don't, I think the answer is no to that specific question, but I could, I could probably open that up, you know, to, to, to a much larger MCU conversation that clearly we're not here to talk about today. We're here to talk comics. So <laughs> um, put a pin in that one. Um, our next question comes from our friend, Jamie at Jamie underscore season seven says, based on who one of the authors is, you should read one more day next. So I got to jump over to my DMS from uh, Jacob Licklider. Today. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Who was who was finishing this book earlier today? I'll explain in a moment, Mason. Okay, but, thank you. And Jacob was finishing this book earlier today and says <laughs> halfway through Planet Hulk Prelude, the Fantastic Four issues were great, enough to make me curious about J. Michael Straczynski's actual run and more of his work. So Jamie, yes, I think I'm I going think, to stand I think by Jake, that even though I, know I think exactly Jacob's what answer to this is yes. day. <laughs> So Mason, Look, listen, uh, <laughs> Mason, Mason. Wait, is, one is, more is, day is a very famous Spider-Man story, got it, where okay, Spider-Man got it. makes a deal with the devil yes, instead okay, of his yes, soul. I've, I've, I've heard about he this. Loses one. his marriage, and I don't blame JMS for that. Apparently, Joe Casada was co-writing. So no, I just want to read more of stuff by JMS. Okay, I mean, I'll I, read know, that I know Brian really likes Trzinski. Yeah, yeah, he does. Tell you what, we'll, we'll we'll do it on the podcast. But Jake, if you can sit it out, I'll I'll go for it. There we go. I mean, I I'll be, the be there for it. I <laughs> he just, just won't enjoy it. <laughs> I just won't enjoy it. I mean, it can't be any worse than Dark Knight Strikes Again. I suppose, but I think there are worse comics than Dark Knight Strikes Again. Oh, there are, but I don't think we'll get those for a while. Fair uh, enough. You gotta have me um, on for like a really bad comic one of these days. I feel do. like all, all the ones I've been on have been like at least mostly good. Yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta get you on, get you on some shit ones. I mean, <laughs> we also haven't done many outright bad comics. That's true. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Anyway, our next questions uh come from our friend. Our next question comes from from our friend English Giraffe at English underscore Giraffe. Says Hulk is probably the Marvel hero that has gone through the most different types of subgenres: horror, space, time travel, sci-fi, uh, hor- uh, action, character study. Which do you think is best suited for Hulk, and would you classify him as a hero or a destructive force? So, I would love to see Hulk in a horror setting. And with, I, I would love to see more of the destructive force. And it seems, especially with, well, happily enough, with, with, with all the issues here, both Straczynski and then uh, Daniel Way, who writes the um, actual Incredible Hulk issues, he is kind of a destructive force. Or he, like, even when he's intelligent, he becomes kind of a destructive force. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like that. But I feel like, like, I don't know. I feel like you could do some, like, nuclear holocaust type horror with the hulk mm. um that would be could be fantastic if if, if done well um yeah cool. um and i'd love to see that mason any thoughts <clears throat> on that question um yeah like again I, I i haven't had a ton of experience of like hulk stories but like of the ones that like most interest me as a genre like i think that either horror or character study are the ones that i, I would most want to like experience with the hulk because i think that like I, I love the hulk as like a weird mashup of like dr jekyll and mr hyde and then also frankenstein's monster like i feel like there's like and, and like there's like interesting avenues to tell like either kind of like 
horrifying story through the lens of like a, a Hulk, I guess, mm. storyline. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like, I guess if, if I had to pick one, it, it would either be like the character study or the horror, but like, I, I'm down for honestly any of them. Cause I, I'm, mm. I'm, I love a character that can be that, that like that can have good stories in basically any, in, any genre. Hmm. Cool. 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 Well, sorry guys. I chose sci-fi. Um, very cringe of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, and also on the, on the end of that, I think we sort of answered that with the, the question of like what he, what Hulk best fits as a character. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess destructive force wasn't really thrown into that list of things, which is, um, you know, obviously one of the most interesting ways to take the character in my opinion. Um, but anyway, uh, our next set of questions come from uh, our friend Kira uh, at Kira B Writing, uh, friend of the podcast. Says and, uh, number one, and past guest of the podcast. Yes, yeah. When I say friend of the podcast, I mean past guest mostly. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So when I say like, so I think when I say like just friend, that's just like oh, someone we're acquainted with. But friend of the podcast is like is, guest. Is how, we're, is how we're denoting guests. That's how I, that's how I've always kind of assumed it in my head, but I never really said it out loud until now. And now that I say it out loud, it sounds kind of weird. Fuck it. Anyway, her first question goes, uh, what were each of your perceptions of the Hulk before going into these comics? As someone who's been a big fan of the characters since I was little, I'd love to get to know each of your perspectives as people who have tended to be bigger fans of other characters. Um. So like with, with the Hulk, I, I think I kind of said this before, like I, I really like the, uh, the Edward Norton movie. And then like, I'm sure I've seen the 2003 one like once or twice, like growing up, but I, I genuinely don't remember anything about it. And then from there, I I know him from like, I I think like one of the animated like superhero shows from back in the day. I, f I forget which one. Mm -hmm. And then like, uh, I mean, growing up like on on the MCU, I I saw him there a lot. And like from all those, like the Hulk was a very interesting character, and like like Bruce Banner was a very interesting hero for me to like watch unfold as like the movies and like the like all, all this different stuff went on so mm -hmm. but like from this comic i definitely have more of a i guess like interest in the character it does kind of suck because that like based on because hulk always gets kind of stuck up in these really weird rights issues when it comes to adaptive material um so a lot of a lot of like hulk fans mostly only have to go on uh comics which is you know why, why hulk has such a big comic actual fan base um which is cool um but yeah he kind of gets uh, kind of gets screwed over a lot with adaptive material the fact that there's so little is, is, is a shame um and i wish there was more because yeah it would just be cool for more fans to know him um Anyway, Jacob, what were, Jacob, what were your perceptions uh, of the Hulk before reading this? Okay, so I, well, one, I already knew that this was Kira's like favorite character. You know, she's made that known multiple times. Mm -hmm. However, I have really only experienced him in a couple of MCU projects, um, largely played by Mark Ruffalo, who was, you know, a, a good actor, but not often given the best material to work with. I mean, his uh, best performance as Hulk is in the first Avengers movie. And then he, yeah. doesn't, he, then he doesn't get much beyond that. Yeah. But like, like truly the MC version of the Hulk has never gotten better than the put a bullet in my head and the other guy spit it out scene. Like that's, that's, oh, that's yeah. the fucking best scene. And then it just kind of stopped there. <laughs> And uh, I, I wish we could blame Joss Whedon for that, but uh, but uh, that, that that is Joss Whedon. <laughs> but but Joss J J Joss Whedon gave us good Hulk content, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then he didn't. Um, 
Yeah. It balances um, out. But yeah, I I also just I find the idea of the character interesting. Um <laughs> I just <laughs> I, at this point in, in the podcast, I could just play like a clip show of all of your rantings in his guest appearances before this on the podcast. Yeah, do it! I dare you. <laughs> I will not because I'm too lazy to do that. But I, do you, but just, just, just like imagine that I did. <laughs> but like, wow, what I have a great also montage. only experienced right, the a great character montage. at his worst. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I mean, his Daredevil appearance is good. His Daredevil appearance is good. His Daredevil appearance is, is quite good. Um, but he is also a guest in that, and so he's not really the focus. Um, but you know, his, his, and his Spider-Man appearance is god awful. So. Uh, why? Why? <laughs> I mean, it's nice to have at least one Marvel character who's not just in New York, like all my the God. Time. <laughs> Like, the Marvel Universe has the problem, it's kind of a problem, of just being New York City. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what it is. That's all it is. <laughs> all, uh, all, all three of our books have taken place, uh, before this, have like, all three of our blocks have taken place primarily in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's nice to get away and go to other places. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, so her second question then says, uh, for Joey and Mason, and I'm going to include you in this as well, Jacob, even though I know she clarifies later on, uh, were you both aware that, uh, that before the MCU, the Hulk was one of the three most popular Marvel heroes at the time, the other two being Wolverine and Spider-Man. I find it fascinating how much that lineup changed after the first Iron Man. That last question isn't aimed at Jacob because I brought it up to him before. Um, but I will say, Kira, for your information, I grew up in that goddamn era. They, they, when I was a kid, those were my three favorite Marvel characters were Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Hulk because they were fucking everywhere. Um, yeah, fucking loved them. I, I, I grew up on that shit. I loved it. Um, Mason, how about you? <laughs> um, yeah, like I've like I mean, the, there's the live action Incredible Hulk show, and I've, I've I've never watched it, but like I grew up knowing about it. I actually met Lou Ferrigno at a Comic Con like a few oh, years damn. ago. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, he, uh, and, uh, my stepmom went to go meet him and, uh, because, because she was a big fan and, uh, my stepmom is from, uh, South America and she was saying like, oh yeah, like we loved watching her show in Chile. And then he had no idea what that, what Chile was. So like, oh. yeah, so, like she had to like, oh, okay. was. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, which I mean, uh, yeah, like, whatever, but like, but like, uh, other than that, like. Yeah, I, 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 I've like been aware of like the Hulk, I guess, growing up. I never really got into Hulk stuff. Um, I was definitely more of like a Wolverine and Spider-Man kid. Um, but like, I, I, I was definitely aware of it. I just wasn't in that like, I guess, zeitgeist. Hmm, fair enough. I know. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, the the show because uh, I remember my my dad had me watch the old Lou Ferrigno show when I was a kid because I loved Hulk mostly because. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I loved him as a kid because I was a little fucking kid. He was green. My favorite color was green. I fucking loved the Hulk. Of course I did. Um, oh, and, yeah. I had the, and I had one of the big like like character encyclopedias for the Hulk because I just I fucking love the guy. And he's great. Um, but uh, yeah, Jacob, how about you? Did, did you know that um, before Kira told you it previously? I, I didn't. But it's also weird because we when, when Kira and I were having this conversation, uh, she was bringing up the idea of Marvel having a Trinity. And I've seen it floated around on, on Twitter about Marvel having a Trinity. And I, I don't think Marvel truly can ever have a Trinity. Like, mm. well, because of the nature, because of the nature of their comics and they, yeah, they don't have like, that same structure that DC does. Yeah. Like, like the Trinity is 
like ingrained like the three big constants at DC Comics. Um, it, it's why, unfortunately, DC is probably just never going to move on from Clark, Bruce, and Diana as Superman, Batman, and Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like with other characters, yeah, we have different Green Lanterns and Flashes and all that, you know. Well, or um, if we do, it's it's not going to be permanent. It's going to be a couple yeah, of years, at which we've seen happen so many times. <laughs> Some, <laughs> apparently, um, sometimes are good. One time was not particularly good. You've read <laughs> that on the podcast. Yes, we uh, have. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Mar- yeah, Marvel, you can't really, like, say it has, like, a proper, like, trinity. Just, like, a set of three characters that at any given time Marvel is promoting the most. Because, um, like, before before Disney had the rights to Spider-Man back, like, it was, it was Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, which is such a weird trinity. But I guess not weird when when you figure that they were popular because of the movies, of course. The movies um, made them popular, and, and, and Disney's like, well... Spider-Man's I, always going to sell. We don't actually I, need to push that book. Yeah. Well, also, here's the thing is like when you look at like like marketing when it comes to like toys and things out in the wild and stores and whatever, um, Spider-Man has his own sort of marketing because he belongs to Sony still. Like general like Avengers toys and things that come out like have like the Marvel logo. But Spider-Man's will say like Marvel in like a tiny block above it and it'll say Spider-Man. Like it's it's a totally almost separate branding. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, and also I swear Hulk would be part of that, that, you know, early MCU lineup if, if they had the fucking rights to do more movies with him. Yeah, um, so, so the rights yeah. is, well, the rights were, were at Universal and yeah, Universal. Yep. Are they still, are they still at Universal? <clears throat> uh, I, I have no fucking clue to be honest. They might be. They might. Be. I, I mean, like the, the incredible Hulk movie is on Disney plus now, but like, I mean, so are the Sony Spider-Man movies. So like, it, it might yeah, be like, so there's some, there's thing. some kind of deal there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. but anyway, so, all right, let's move on to our final set of questions. I think this is one of our longest non-spoiler sections ever. Um, anyway, our last set of questions come from a guy, uh, uh, the Mason two five six at the GD two. I have nothing to do with these questions. Let the I know, record show. I know you don't. Based on their, I mean, very- hey, I mean, hey, me neither. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> who the fuck is the GD two fifty six? What kind of cringe name is that? Uh, and then uh, this guy, uh, this guy uh, clarified below. Uh, that's my official question. You better read it on the podcast. I'm okay. sure he will be happy to know that I did. Okay, listen, I, I, I'm sensitive, okay? I, I don't appreciate the slander on this podcast. <laughs> I took It took years to come up with that very intricate name, okay? I know. I know. Listen. You, you, you've right. been through blood and, blown, b- blood and bone to have it. Blood um, and blown every year. Blood, <laughs> blood, blood and blown. God blown, damn yes. it. <laughs> uh, so, his next set of questions start with uh, opinions on the whole movies. I think we kind of covered those little bit throughout this whole discussion didn't we aka i haven't seen them (laughs) um his second question says how did you feel about a good chunk of this comic following different superheroes i mean i'm i'm glad we got actual good and interesting fantastic four content um yay but also, like, the Hulk in those issues didn't actually feel like a guest. He, he felt like he integrated fairly well into the book. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's practically the star of those issues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, third question. How does Nick Fury in the comic compare to his movie counterpart? Although, I, I imagine little asterisk, uh, aside from the skin tone. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Well, like, uh, here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. Movie Nick Fury 
is a Samuel L. Jackson character first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, he can be a bit of an edgy bastard, but not quite as much of an edgy bastard as the guy in the comics. Is. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't know. I just can't imagine film Nick Fury doing the things that comic Nick Fury did. I can imagine Samuel L. Jackson playing a character that does these sorts mm-hmm. of things. But not in the way that the MCU portrays Nick Fury. No, it's like... Mm-hmm. It, like and, and like, MCU Nick Fury still has his fair share of rat bastard moments, but like, nothing quite like this, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and we do yeah. understand in spoilers because I'm, I wrote in my notes multiple times, my God, Nick Fury is a bastard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like it's it like like the the reason I asked like the question was just because like it it was the biggest thing that like caught me off guard when reading this because like mm-hmm. I I genuinely like like I mean like this is the first time I've ever experienced like Nick Fury as a comic character and he's just so much more ruthless than I've seen him in the MCU and it really caught me off guard like in in a good way like I could totally see like how that character would work in like this universe it just it was a it was a shock yeah. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad that actually that was so different. Because for the most part, you know, if if nothing else, there for a lot of the characters that we've covered that have been in the MCU, like the MCU has at least had an era where they've gotten the character totally right. But like Nick Fury, well accurate, sure, is they don't they just don't quite go far enough, do they? Um, they've kind of sanded down the edges. Yeah, I will say like the baldness um, on Samuel L. Jackson's head. True. <laughs> I will exactly. say, um, for all of the, the the TV versions of Secret, Secret Invasion's flaws, uh, it's probably the furthest, furthest they've gone with Nick as a character. I'd say he has some he has some really standout moments in that. But. I also have not seen Secret Invasion. Ah, uh, that that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, anyway, uh, and then uh, this guy's last question and last question for this episode, uh, Mason. You seem a bit stressed. Are you good? Oh man, is it that noticeable? Jeez. Okay, so like, yeah, I'm I'm just going through a lot of like final stuff right now. I I, I really appreciate you taking the time to like, you know, slide into the public DMs that is Twitter. But like, you know, I'm I'm doing okay. Thank you for asking, Mason. You realize this episode's coming out like a week and a half from now, right? Well, like, then, hey, be- I mean, c- Christmas time is almost among us. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, it's it's gonna be great. <laughs> Uh, you know, like I'm, I might be in California right now. I don't know. Um, Mason, I, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> love you too, man. Thank oh, you for your great God. questions. <laughs> oh wow. Um, I will also say, actually, since uh, since we're bringing up Christmas time and all that, this is the last episode of Fresh Face Comics for the year. It is. It is. Yeah, this is coming out December eighteenth. Uh, it's mm. it's. It's weird. It be- <laughs> it's a little weird. Um, yeah, uh, I'm happy with it. I'm happy and, with it. And you know what? By the end, here's the thing. The Marvel, the full Mar- first Marvel block is going to be done by the end of January. Yeah, yeah, because we have three three Mondays in January that we're releasing episodes on. Yes. Uh, which starts actually on New Year's Day, uh, January 1st, 2024, is when uh, our Planet Hulk episode is coming out. So we got a big fucking blowout episode to go and go to the new year with, which is which is really cool. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, we finished that, and then we have another two-episode shorter Marvel block to finish off the larger ten-episode Marvel block, and we'll be back into DC in February. So be on the lookout for with that. Something um, with something that you don't know yet that I'm very excited about. Probably so, going to be Batman. You don't know that. I don't know that, but it's probably going to be Batman. I think that was no, my least convincing. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 
just hoping it's 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 a different Batman thing than what I See, think it might and be. That's where the mystery lies. That's where the mystery lies. <laughs> so, anyway, um whew, that was a long non-spoiler section. Yes. Thankfully, we, thankfully we only have seven issues to cover. So And if I'm gonna be honest, um I actually don't have a whole lot of notes for this episode. Um, is it because you read most of this book today? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, how because... how could you only read this book all today? How how could you? I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> Oh my god. god damn it. This fuck I Oh, I love you both. All right, let's uh, let's fucking do this. Let's. Uh, all right, consider this your official spoiler warning. Uh, don't don't worry. You don't need to go to the end of the episode to find out what we're fucking doing next time. It's Planet Hulk. It's gonna be cool. I hope. Um, so we're gonna talk about next that next time. Uh, but for now, this is your official spoiler warning. We're about to get into spoilers. Um, for the Planet Hulk prelude. So if you don't want to be spoiled, or I don't know, maybe you just don't care. You can go away now, or you can stay. So here we go. Uh, spoilers. Let's let's get on into this, friends. Um, Fantastic Four, number five thirty-three. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Um, yeah. So this is this is this is written by uh, J. Michael Straczynski. Yes, it is. Uh, it's drawn. It's penciled by someone called uh, Mike McCone, um, who I don't think we've. Uh, done anything from oh definitely not <laughs> um but the name why does the name sound familiar to um, me i don't know i don't know i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm crazy it's a name uh, with a lot of alliteration that's true it's nice it's it's it's, it's a pleasing name mike mccone that's true that's true but um yes but like so I don't actually have a whole lot of notes, not because I read this basically all today, but because um, these are all really fast-paced issues. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it feels especially like a trend for, like, issues of the 2000s to be, mm. like, really fast-paced, really yeah. snappy. Yeah. Um, it's a good style, honestly. It, it, yeah, it works. It always works for me, at least, you know, even, even yeah. if the stories aren't great, you know, just if nothing else, I know it won't be too painful. Uh, unless you're talking Dark Knight Strikes Again. Um, <laughs> well, Dark Knight Strikes Again is like 200 plus pages when it doesn't need to be. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, oh, I mean, it should be zero pages. Yes. <laughs> I do have a quick question. When were these issues coming out? Like, uh, 05, I believe. Yes. 05, Late okay. 04 to early 05. Okay, cool. Um, and then um, Planet Hulk itself released up until 06 at some point yeah well oh no wait i i'm a fully off late 05 to early 06 for these issues and so and planet hulk was it was sometime in 07 was two, basically all of 2006 in the first like four months of 2007 so okay cool this is a this is a large chunk yeah. um so we open so, in Vegas. We do. Uh, the uh, the Hulk as the Hulk, but seeming but talking very normally. Talking still, normally. Um, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, is, uh, is 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 being transported somewhere to to investigate something. Uh, it's all very secretive. And yeah, uh, well, it's this idea that there is a hydro weapon. So, but it's got to be. But 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 uh, Hulk Banner Hulk. Smart Hulk who can speak and has the intelligence and identity of Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. is like, oh, is this a real Hydra weapon and not something put here by somebody who's supposed to be, oh, I don't know, on our own side. Um, it's like, oh, yeah, sure, yes, 100%, definitely a weapon created by Hydra. S.H.I.E.L.D. is a very, very good, upstanding intelligence organization. Yes, completely upheld, even through through the end of all seven of these issues. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as we uh, as we go to investigate our hydro weapon inside these caves, uh, we find a giant fucking gamma bomb. It's 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 massive. It's green, and and we are supposed to deactivate it before it blows up and causes all kinds of shit to happen. Um, I love I love the this image of the Hulk with this little headset, like this little, right earpiece headset. It's kind of adorable. Oh, yeah. It's like yes. Um, I I can operate this headset headset. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna disarm it right now. Oops, it blows up. I I, I will say real quick, like I, I like again, like I'm I'm very used to like Hulk being like this big brutish like 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 brutish like oh just run in any situation. I like that he just like picks up dust and like blows it into like these lasers. Be like, okay, yeah, there's lasers here. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a little... big nine foot giant. Just like, oh yeah, here, let me blow some dust into this. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I love it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so, so, uh, Hulk begins to, uh, try to deactivate this gamma bomb, uh, shield begins to, uh, evacuate and well, I mean, how are you really going to deactivate a gamma bomb? It fucking blows up. Um, but more on that later. Uh, uh, meanwhile, this, going- because this is a fantastic four issue. We need to actually find out what the Fantastic Four is up to. So five hours later in Manhattan, uh, seems that uh, the thing, Ben Grimm, is uh, running some sort of training exercise, and uh, uh, he's taking a shower, which is, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. that works. He is also, <laughs> he's just fantastic. Like he's, I love Ben Grimm, man. <laughs> he's great. Like, like hmm. the entire Fantastic Four in these issues is just... I don't know. It's so nice for them to have, you know, characterization. And... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mason, I have to I really... ask you, um, what was your history with the Fantastic Four before this? Um, so I, I grew up on like the, the 2005 and 2007 movies, which I remember really liking when I was younger. It's been years since I've like seen them. So like, I, I knew, I watched them. Yeah. yeah, like, so like from there, I knew all of their like personalities. I, I, I also saw Fant Forstick. Um, oh like no! Ago. Oh no! Yeah, it, it's not very good. Um, mm. I, I, I remember like being like, "Oh god, I, I I forget when the movie came out, but I was like, I don't know, like fourteen or fifteen, I think." Yeah, so I, I would have been like fourteen or fifteen whenever I I eventually watched it, and it was like one of the first movies that I ever like consciously, as I was watching, was like, "Oh yeah, I don't like this. This isn't yeah. very good." <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, no. <laughs> yeah, so like other than that, this is my first interaction, and I I really like the dynamics of everybody. Like, especially like like l- later on, we get some stuff with uh, Johnny Storm and then Ben, and it's I really like it. Like, the, I I want to read more Fantastic Four. Comics yeah, now. no, like. I am the same way. It's kind of a shame that I know the last Marvel block we do is not going to be Fantastic Four. It is not um, going to be Fantastic Four. Because you haven't but, read but, much Fantastic but, but, Four. But Jacob, Jacob, is it not fair to say that we've pretty much read an entire Fantastic Four block across this Marvel block? Yes, but I want an actual <laughs> run where they're well-written and get to be a family and would have you, that would you, be- would you believe me if I told you that we still have yet another Fantastic Four member appearance next time? Yes, I would. I totally would. <laughs> I mean, that would mean they've appeared in every block. 
Uh, no, 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 not, not, not in the next block. I mean in the next episode. Oh, in the next episode. Oh, fun. I'm now excited. I'm disappointed. I was hoping we'd get them in every oh. block. Oh, um, sorry. I, I, don't, I don't think they're in the last two episodes. I don't, I don't they could think. be there for one panel. I, yeah, I could, who fucking knows with these guys? Um, <laughs> the building is just in the background. Yeah, 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 but uh, it, it would so, not surprise me. Um, so, but, so, um, so, Reed Richards and Sue Richards, because they are married, have children, and child protective services want to take their children away, and um, so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like I, I, I was reading this, being like, all right, I guess. I'm very excited to see how this ends up with Hulk on a planet somewhere, but sure, let's see what they're Yeah, right, yeah, it's a little it's a little weird. <laughs> we I gotta... mean, part of this is because this is the ongoing Fantastic Four. One one could say we have oh, yeah. to stretch a little bit to get to to get to oh. where we need to go. Um That was the, you were completely transparent with that pun. We also we also get a, a nice job, Jacob. tiny I, penis joke. I thought that was a little funny, weird. Jacob. Yeah. I know, I know, I'm on ha, fire. Come ha, come ha. It is funny because I just love Ben Grimm as a character. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, it, 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 it's a genuinely take, funny joke. T- take take <laughs> the kids and but but Reed and Sue are like, uh, no, you Ben, you and Johnny go beat up the Hulk or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and oh my god, I always love that fucking fucking Fantastic Four fa- the Fantastic Car. I fucking love that thing. It's beautiful. <laughs> It is a design. It's. I love that it's never changed. <laughs> oh, it, it oh like you know what? Gallagher ship. I was gonna say it looked like something that was designed in the 1960s. Yeah, yeah. It is never changed. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So yeah. Uh. uh ben and Johnny leave. Uh. They go. They go out to. Uh. To this this desert where this gamma bomb went off. Uh. Trying to find out what happened. Where the Hulk went. Um. They, as they investigate around here, they see the destruction of the bomb, and they find out that the Hulk disappeared afterwards. Um, uh, Ground Zero is still irradiated. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and like there's, and, and like here is where we get the setup where like Bruce Banner is like, I think the only person who could actually beat me in a fair fight is uh, is Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but also importantly, a fair fight. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, so, we also get a quick cut in of as 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 Johnny goes all uh, flame on and with his asbestos gloves. <laughs> oh boy, you know, <laughs> I love it. It makes sense that the Fantastic Four would be immune to cancer. It still just gives me that little bit of cringe of oh, you're using asbestos as gloves. Anyway, uh, we cut over yeah. to uh, Reed and Sue uh, meeting with uh, a social worker, I think. Whatever the fuck that. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Services. Who's like, yeah. well, it's like, yeah, your your kids are in danger. It's like, it's like, and Reed is like, okay, cool. You you can take the children today, but I have one condition, and we'll follow that yeah. up until we'll find out next next time that Child Protective <laughs> Services sponsors this show. Um, if, if you gave me a hundred <laughs> years, I never in a I never would guess what the small request was going to be <laughs> right Holy how shit. do you how do you convince someone to do that <laughs> <laughs> all right hear me out i have a plan give, give me a second do you do you know what insurance is <laughs> um, 
Anyway. And do you so, know what insurance fraud is? I really got to like talk about that whenever like it actually comes up because I'm so confused about what actually happened there. Yeah, it's it's kind of insane. But uh, meanwhile, uh, Johnny and Ben are still looking for the Hulk and uh, they, they find him. They certainly find him. They are attacked uh, by the Hulk. All gray looking. Massive. Um, yeah, massive gray. Uh, they said before that he seems to have reverted to a, a more primal state. Um, so Mason, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, you might have actually. Um, but the Hulk in his very earliest appearances was actually gray and not green. Yeah. So, oh, um, so yeah. I, I didn't actually make that connection like reading this. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, uh, that's where we end the first issue. So uh, we go into Fantastic Four number 534. Um, and, yeah, pick up exactly where we left off. It's now a fight between the Hulk and the Thing. Um, like not this, a fair like, fight. Like, I like the <laughs> duality of, like, there's, like, five text bubbles for Ben, and then for the Hulk, it's just, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Throws him across the desert. Um yeah, it, it, it's a really great fight. Um, yeah, just fun stuff. And also, uh, as this fight is happening, uh, we get some uh, some flashbacks to some Bruce Banner things, which is going to happen a lot more throughout these remaining two issues of Fantastic Four, um, which actually kind of makes this even work of kind of like a really cool starting book for the Hulk, because if, yeah. if you're not familiar with like his comic backstory, a lot of it's here, actually, which is really nice. You, you get the origin that, you know, yeah. there's... Uh, a gamma bomb was being detonated, and and, he, and Bruce Banner found a man at the test site and threw him into a ditch to protect him from the radiation, uh, which is how he became the Hulk. And it's done in parallel with the uh, Gray Hulk thing fight, mm-hmm. um, which is just fantastic because the action is actually drawn really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it is is really good, and I, I don't know. I think I, I wouldn't be so obvious as to pair the Thing and Hulk together as like parallel characters. But now that I've read it, it's kind of the most obvious thing in the world to do. Yeah, yeah, like, it, it, it works so well. They're yeah. both men who become or have become monstrous. Um, Due to radiation, uh, radiation of a different kind in each in, in each case, but still like something that's there, uh, and I, I I think that's just just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, uh, I like that you keep using the word fantastic to describe this. It's not intentional, <laughs> I promise. I, I I was also gonna ask if if you were doing that as like a joke. <laughs> I, I I part of me just knew he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Cause... Um. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So more flashbacks. Uh, you know, the the various dead Hulk girlfriends. Because why would anyone dating this guy stay alive? Somehow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's all meant to be like, ah, uh, the Hulk has never been accepted, and the Gray Hulk is still kind of trying to deal with that. Um, Johnny Storm is like trying to ask these things, mm-hmm. uh, and like. And Johnny, like, like I mean, knows that he really can't contribute much to this fight as it is, um, which is I don't know, just adds to this really cool element to it. Is like they kind of like have to let the Hulk keep rampaging because the thing really right now isn't much of a match for him. Um, yeah, it's, it's just fascinating. I love that. But uh, yeah, uh, Hulk eventually actually finds his way to a hospital eventually in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And yeah, we get to this scene where so so Straczynski is clearly implying that this Grey Hulk there's in the mind of the Grey Hulk is Bruce Banner somehow. Um Mm-hmm. on some level because you know he finds uh this blind man and is reminded of somebody who died of aids um mm-hmm. i admittedly don't know who this is sorry <laughs> um yeah I'm, I'm not sure uh, but yeah clearly like you know it means something to the hulk um, there, there are clearly other hulk runs that we should read most definitely um, <laughs> but uh but yeah so like, like you see in this moment sort of like banner once again starting to kind of break through um and johnny storm being johnny storm kind of like fucks it up <laughs> um yeah as he like comes in still trying to reason with the hulk hulk kind of hulk this hulk version of him kind of like snaps back to his rampage um attacking johnny uh ben eventually joining the fight but, but ben well. has this great moment with this blind patient um it's just two panels of this idea of this idea of him holding this blind patient's hand, reassuring he t- him. He tells him that he's gonna be okay, and the blind guy like feels his hand, and he's like, he's like, "Are you all right? What happened to you?" And, uh, and Ben's like, "Yeah, long story." And he he, <laughs> he like jumps back into the fight, and uh, it's just a really cool moment. I love that. Um, and that's also like I, for me at least, you know, as, as someone that's actually reading the current uh, Fantastic Four run by nine, by Ryan North. Um, uh, Fantastic Four, it, it, from my experience at least, really thrives on these really intimate character moments, um, which is funny for a team book. Um, but it, but it's cool. It, it it always really works in my opinion. But anyway, um, yeah, fight goes on. We get some more uh, some more uh, Bruce Banner thing. Oh, no, sorry, we get some Thing flashbacks actually. Or no, no, sorry, no. It's it's they're still Banner flashbacks. It's through the lens of him seeing the thing. It's it's a weird moment. It's portrayed kind of weird. Um, yeah, so it turns out that at this point, during Marvel history, the Hulk's life is dead. Ah, um, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, big, big, big famous Hulk death. Big fame. Okay, I, I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't aware of this big famous Hulk death. Rip. Uh, yeah, but and like that's what he's remembering. But also, like Ben is like, listen, Johnny, the Hulk and I are both monsters. Let me try and talk him down. Mm-hmm. Like, just give me one last chance. Yeah. And, and uh, it's remembering we... his wife's death that just breaks the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like, it leading to this like monstrous cliffhanger where the Grey Hulk completely towers over the thing. Um, and he, you know, he says, I, I swear I'll kill you. And it's just, it, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's drawn so menacingly. I just, oh, I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess that ends that issue and bring us into the last of our fantastic four issues for today. Uh, fantastic four, number five thirty five. Um, so this is where I actually hadn't realized it until now that Reed and Sue were missing from the entirety of the second issue there. Yeah. Realize it. I think that's actually just a sign of, of of JMS telling a really engaging story. Yeah, yeah. Like so, yeah. I, yeah. I literally hadn't realized it until we had that conversation just now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They they aren't here, and, and I mean, okay. hey, Reed is busy with his small favor. Okay. Yeah, small a small favor. <laughs> oh my god. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, fight continues. I'm finding, I'm trying, I'm struggling to come up with new ways to say that. Um, you can tell why my notes are a little, like a little short for this yeah. one. And again, it's not bad because the pacing's really good. You know, it keeps you engaged for the most part. Excellent um, pacing. It tells an excellent story. It's just, it, it, it tells it, a it, story. It's a, it's a very simple story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like, you know, I'm going to. I'm gonna assume that like these people from the flashbacks are like Hulk characters. Like I don't know who this like Shazam uh, yeah. guy is, but like <laughs> he does kind of look like Shazam. Um, yeah, yeah um, well, like I know I, I I'm pretty sure what the first one is 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 Bet- um, Betty Ross's father, yeah. right? Yep, Thunderbolt yeah. Ross. Um, and I oh, love is that Brainiac. <laughs> I don't think Mason realizes that Brainiac is a DC character. Oh, sorry, sorry, wait. Who's the guy oh, I, thought, like, I don't know, yeah. I thought he was joking at first. No! Oh, sorry. He is oh, sorry, being 100% no. serious. No, oh, oh no, sorry, I don't, Mason. dude. I, I cannot express how much I do not know these comics. But, like, there, there's a guy in the Hulk movie who, like, gets, like, blood on his head and it, like, spans. Oh, that guy. oh you're thinking of uh, the leader. The leader, thank you, yeah. yeah. That is not who this is, but, uh, but yeah, oh, you're thinking okay. of the leader. Um, it's another guy. Anyway. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um... Yeah, uh, let's uh, let's see. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love this bit actually. As the fight is going on, these guys in this uh, Vegas casino are uh, see the fight happening, and they start taking bets on who would win between the Thing and the Hulk. And everyone's betting on the Hulk. And then there's this one guy that's like, uh, "I bet on the Thing," and his wife starts like yelling at him, and he's like, "What? It, the, the 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 Thing is is the green guy, right?" <laughs> it's just a funny <laughs> moment. I love that. Um. um. It's also yeah. it's, it's little moments like these that you wouldn't you don't always get today in modern comics. Like it's a nice little piece of world building. Mm-hmm. Uh, like current comics are almost have a tendency to be way too focused on the characters that are that headline the book and like yeah that makes sense. But also show us the world, show us show us these people. Yeah, like what do other people think about? Uh, yeah, these main characters, which is actually a big reason why I've been really loving the. Uh, Wonder Woman by Tom King, yes. um, which I, I, I'm kind of glad I brought up. Watch Fresh Face One Shots. It, it's it's yeah, been great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, as this is all happening, uh, Ben notices, uh, or no, Johnny notices uh, a, a broadcast on TV that uh, from from Reed and Sue of the Fantastic Four saying that they are that they are willingly giving up custody of their children. And uh, they say that, you know, they're going to stay in this house. Exactly. They pretty much like say exactly where the kids are being placed. Well, it's in a house in absolute secrecy to in order to assure the safety of our children. They are Mm -hmm. definitely 100% going to be safe. Insane plan. Genuinely insane plan. I mean, isn't Reed Richards kind of an insane bastard? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, God, I, yeah, I, yeah, hold on, I'll wait, I'll wait. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. Um, <laughs> so we also get, I think, this really interesting idea. So we've already talked a little bit about the whole, um, you know, this whole, this whole idea, uh, uh, of in, in the first uh, Avengers movie about, you know, the whole putting a bullet through his head. Um, this entire, these entire flashback sequences. JMS is intending to be to be the Hulk's life flashing before his eyes as he's about to die. And it's almost this idea of the Hulk always being on the edge of this eternal death, uh, which I think is a fascinating little idea. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because you know you you have a character um who probably should be dead um and can't be reasoned with and then pairing that with ben Grimm just adds this extra layer of like these two characters are monsters and ben gets this really this really interesting monologue that's an intercut with another monologue that in in this constantly green text which i'm pretty sure is supposed to be bruce banner yeah like uh, bruce like talking to the hulk yes um and basically like hey maybe we're doomed and maybe you know maybe we're trapped to be the hulk um and this gray hulk wants to reject that and and fight and and fights and what's fascinating is that the day is essentially saved by another explosion because mm-hmm. um, because Johnny comes in and basically goes Nova. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that is that is uh, finally enough to, at the very least, bring the Hulk to his senses to at least finally listen to Bruce and uh, and let Bruce through. Um and so the Hulk begins talking like Bruce again, talking like Banner, um, and is able to be reasoned with again. And, and it's, it's a really great moment. Yeah. The issue um, closes out on an even better moment with them, but in between that... Oh my here god. Here we go. Alright, Mason, you want to take this bit away? <laughs> okay, yeah, so what... Okay, so basically, what happens here is they're like, alright, cool, we've, we've told people that our kids are going to be safe, and we're like making double triple quadruple sure that like no one knows the location and then like the person is like oh i mean well i i, I mean i i had to tell my supervisor because it's like you know my job and they're like oh well i mean e- even then and then it cuts to this like this like lovely scene where these kids are like playing with like a bear or something um and then they blow up uh like a, a fuck ton <laughs> of rockets just like come out of the sky and they just fucking die <laughs> and <laughs> I, I didn't realize that this was meant to be like a, a thing at first because like I like I, so like I, I was scrolling on and like it's like th- this woman gets a call and she's like oh yeah all right yeah no worries I'll tell them and I'm like she's being very blasé about the fact that like she probably just found out that their fucking kids are dead <laughs> and then it's revealed that like what happened was Reed was like I really don't trust the idea of our kids living anywhere other than our house so I'm gonna make these things like well, actually yeah what the what the hell are they are they robots like are they what the fuck are they i i'm not sure if the if it was implied they were clones i really. I, th- I i think the idea was that uh the kids you see as you watch the house getting blown up is actually the kids still with reed and sue yeah and then I, the house that's the house how i read it yeah i don't think the house actually oh. has anyone in it well yeah. I mean, like but like there's a scene where like the, the rockets are going towards like the safe house and it cuts to the kids like looking up like shocked or like nervous or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. That that that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call a misdirect. That's true. But, okay, oh, so I wonder oh, oh I bet the kids are because it leads right into the, the scene then when the phone rings. Maybe the kids are looking up at the phone ringing. Yeah. It's I maybe called that's a misdirect. It. Maybe also, they're terrified of phones, I guess. Then I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, as all kids are. <laughs> 
You ever have social anxiety? Um, I mean, I. That's, that's 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 not something we need to get into on this. No, podcast. it's yeah. it's 2005. Social anxiety hadn't been invented yet. No, oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, um, but no. Also, we find out that like not only this house was incinerated, but everything inside and outside for a half mile radius. Okay, read. 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 <laughs> did you did you make sure this was a deserted area? Because if not, you have sub. You probably have bodies on your hands. Like a half mile radius is a fairly decent. Like that's a large area. Um, not anymore. Not anymore. I don't, I don't think it, it's it's a large area of charred land now. I guess. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> and potential corpses. I mean, I'll, I'll give Reed Richards the benefit of the doubt that he did. That he I hope he's smart enough. I imagine he's smart enough to to know better. But anyway, so this proves to then like the the the, uh, the the CPS lady. She's she's like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess you guys can keep your kids now. Bye. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no. It's like, well, because it Man. only took them four hours to find this location. Yeah, like yeah. So, so, so the point basically being that, like, you know, it, it's you know, yeah, sure, they're in danger, but the only way they can actually be safe is with us to protect them. Um, also, the Baxter Building has actual defenses. I have read yeah. Spider-Man by Stanley and Steve Ditko. It has crazy weird defenses. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, they're let off the hook, and then we begin to close out the actual issue uh, with. Uh, ben and uh, Banner again, and they get this really great moment together, where they talk about them. Uh, they, they talk about the whole like you know life flashing before your eyes uh, thing, and Banner asks Ben, he's like, you know, did, did that happen to you? And and Ben's like, I don't want to talk about it. And Banner's like, Yeah, I get that. And then they they are uh uh. Uh, they part ways. Uh, Banner is picked up by a helicopter. And we end on this interesting note that is importantly, I think, the only reason why uh, why this uh, it, why these issues are included in this prelude. Um, so uh, as as Ben and Johnny are talking at the end here, uh, Johnny says, uh, so what uh, so what did you tell did you tell Reed what happened? And Ben says, uh, yeah, I told him that after the Gamma Bomb and, uh, and then you going Nova and the Hulk's still standing there, that maybe there wasn't anything uh, anything that could kill the guy. Then maybe then I made a little joke and said, maybe the only way to really protect the world from the Hulk is if he ever really goes nuts is to stick him in, in a rocket and shoot him into outer space. Let him be somebody else's problem. And then Johnny says, did he laugh? Ben goes, oddly enough, no. And that is the note we end the issue on. And it is a sinister note. Because yeah. of what's coming up next. Um, yeah. And, like, yeah. So, like, I don't know if... Spoilers for the end of the book, but we are in the spoiler section. So did yeah. you guys figure that Reed would have anything to do with the end of this book? Even if he wasn't present? I... So, here's the thing. I For whatever reason, okay? Uh, up until, like, about... Honestly, up until about Incredible Hulk 89 or 90, I was like, huh, well, I mean, oh, oh so we're getting Bruce Banner into space. Maybe maybe something's just going to go wrong. I, I wasn't expecting actively, let's shoot, we're going to try to shoot the Hulk into another galaxy. Yeah. To... <laughs> this guy is a threat. 
we need to make sure he's not a threat to us. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I I had known the, like, because I, I don't know anything about what actually happens in Planet Hulk, but I, I did know that it was, like, him in a rocket ship landing on, like, another planet somewhere. Um, and, like, from that moment, I guess, in my head, it kind of clicked that I was like, oh, shoot, these guys are, like, gonna actively shoot this guy into the like into another place and like it it honestly kind of led to a moment like to to slightly get ahead to to, to slightly get ahead of ourselves like it kind of led me like 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 towards these later issues just kind of waiting for it to be revealed that that's what was going on Mm. did you find that that took away from like the issues later on um not not necessarily but like i guess just it like I, I'm unsure if part of the book's charm is like slightly taken away from by the fact that I already knew what was going to happen. Mm. But like, it, it didn't take away from the issues necessarily. I, I do I, prefer the the Fantastic Four ones to the Hulk ones, but like, I don't think that took away from it. I mean, I think it's also because JMS might be a stronger writer than very, very possibly. Anyway, like, um, like I, I. Uh, Daniel Way in the next four issues introduces a couple of potential supporting characters and then doesn't give them too much in strength of characterization. They're just kind of normal people. Yeah, Daniel Way did some interesting things with these last couple issues. Yeah, but there's a lot of it that just feels of these last couple issues of just like I, I, it feels like Daniel Way is like, well, I'm leaving the book. Greg Pak is coming on to, to helm this big event. Um, and it just kind of feels that because of that, there isn't uh, like, 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 like ways like I, I, I don't want to play any interesting cards. Um, yeah, fair enough. I will say as we get into these issue issues, I think my favorite, some of my favorite cover art in this comes from these issues. Uh, the cover art by Brandon Peterson. Oh my god, I fucking love these Hulk covers so much. <laughs> Oh yeah, like like the, number uh, eighty eight of like him with like the like bloodshot or red eyes is really yeah. good. Yeah, oh, they're all so good. Um, but speaking of, let's get into Incredible Hulk number eighty eight. Um, so you had actually mentioned before we started the recording, Jacob, that you I think especially liked this first issue of the Hulk issues. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like the idea of just Bruce Banner being on his own in Alaska. Um. I feel like you could tell some interesting stories with that. And they we do tell an interesting tell. story in the first issue. Yeah, we tell one interesting story with that. Yeah. Um, I, I see, to be fair, I can't understand where Way is, Way is kind of coming from. And the approach to this is like, I'm not sure how far you could go with the concept alone. Yeah. But, but also, I mean, for all I know, may, I haven't read the run leading up to this issue. Maybe he has been here for a while. I don't know. I could, I could be wrong. Um, I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah. So he's in Alaska. Hulk, is, Hulk with a beard, is in Alaska. Um, he is he is fishing alongside a bear here. He's 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 living he's living like a man, I guess. I don't know. He's he's out here. He's being uh, he he goes and meets with this um this other guy that uh, that flies in to to meet with him. Um, he's going under the alias Robert, which is a great little joke because. Bob Banner exists. I don't know if you caught on to that at all. I, oh, I, no, don't I guess get it. Bob Banner was Bob Banner was the name they fucked up uh, in the old comics. 
Oh, right. Yeah, they called him Bob Banner instead of Bruce. Oh, oh did they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. sort, sort of like how there's one issue of Spider-Man where they call him, what's his name? Something Parker. Or no, Peter... Peter Palmer. Peter Palmer. Peter that's Palmer, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Um, but with but with Bruce Banner, they actually decided to incorporate, incorporate that into his name. They made... Uh, which one is his middle name? Is it Robert or is it or is Bruce's middle name? I mean, Bruce being his middle name would kind of make it like would make sense. I think I forget exactly what it is. Here, I'll, I'll look it up quick. Um, Mister Mister Holtman. Like, I feel like Bruce sounds better as a middle name. It does. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's Robert Bruce Banner. So Robert is his, his actual first name, but everybody calls oh, him Bruce. Cool. Yeah, it's a weird thing because of a continuity issue early on in the in, in Hulk comics. So yeah, it's it's fun. Um, anyway, didn't they actually also call him Bob Banner in uh in his Spider Man appearance, Jacob? Or I no, think... was, or was that in Daredevil? Uh, no, they called him Bruce in Daredevil. Did they? Okay, it, it yeah. all gets it, it gets jumbled. Anyway, um, so yeah, so he he has he has fished, he has hunted, he has made friends here in Alaska. Um, it's it's just a cool opening. I don't know. I I really like it. Um, uh, eventually he goes. Uh, skipping forward to like uh, Saturday night when he goes out drinking. He's over with... to you know go out drinking, just have a little bit of social interaction. Mm. Um, you know he does. He he no he doesn't he doesn't drink anything probably because you know doesn't want to lose any emotional inhibitions. Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't want to become the Hulk in front of all these people. Um, but you know, it's, it's a good, interesting time. Like, uh, like, like, you know, uh, he meets, uh, someone called Katie who's up here to shoot a movie. Um, <laughs> they hit it off. Um, uh, there's another girl there, um, who then gets accosted by, uh, some men and, and, so 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 Banner goes and follows these men, and um, hooks out on them, um, and mm-hmm. it's great actually. Like, in fact, I'm pretty sure. Like, he fucking yes. kills these. He kills them. He yeah, fucking murders no. them. They're fucking I mean, dead. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they kind of deserve it for what they're doing here. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's well, a good, it's a good scene. It's a and it's it's done with minimal dialogue. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so, fucking effective. Also, um, the art style shift to the art by um, Ku Cha and Juan Santa Cruz mm-hmm. um, is this almost painted style, yeah. um, and it just really works. Um, it's it's for all four of these issues, um, and you know it works. And you know we end with this 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 poor girl on the ground saying, "Oh God, who's gonna believe me?" Who's gonna believe me? Um, then he just disappears. Yeah, oh, it's so good. And like um, sometime later, uh, the smokers, uh, smokers, like a smokers kit is brought for him, as well as a, a communication device from one Nicholas Nick- Fury. Fury. And that uh, is where we end the first issue of Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah. as you can I, see, I, that, I was like... kind of like, oh, I was kind of hoping for more of this setting we aren't getting that fair enough um what were you gonna say mason i was gonna say i feel like and like i I feel like if you were to actually do a proper like 
I guess MCU like level Planet Hulk movie. This is a great opening for that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Actually, because yeah, it's 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 a fairly isolated story. In fact, actually, unfortunately, here's the thing: when like when we talk about like adapting like bigger Marvel comics into like MCU things, like we've gotten rid of a lot of big Marvel heroes in the MCU already. But this is one where like for the premise, you only really need Hulk and Nick Fury right now. Um, and actually, I guess the MCU is introducing the Fantastic Four soon. Um, so it's all kind of there. <laughs> it's all there. Um, also, yeah. I mean, the MCU has also barely properly adapted a lot of the arcs that they, you know, quote unquote adapt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like even swapping out characters. <laughs> Which they do oh so often. I think even for this, it could still possibly work. Yeah. Uh, if they had to, like you could. You could do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah. um, let's go on to Incredible Hulk number 89. Which has this fantastic cover of Hulk in space. Uh, Very angry. Yes. So, I will say, this issue is a bit weird because it keeps jumping around in terms of time. Yeah, it's a little weird. But like, and it feels like, it's, I don't know. I don't know if it feels like this was underrunning, so they added in the weird time jumpy bits because it's like maybe because the time the time jumpy bits don't really. Well, work. I think is this first are these first two pages like the only actual time jumps in this first issue? Well, no, because then later on it goes to you know five days ago again, and then six days ago, and five back to five, and then now, um, when. Really, we could have just, you know, done something linear. We could have told this pretty much linear, like, as linear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do appreciate the opening tease with Hulk in the pod leaving into space and, like, Fury watching from the from the bottom. It's like, okay, that makes sense. But beyond with, like, that, time jump... Like, mission accomplished. Yeah, like, like time jumping any more beyond that is a little weird, but I do like the opening. Um, but yeah, uh, so we get back into... Um, Six days ago. Six days ago, uh, where 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 Bruce and Nick actually meet. Um, uh, Nick Fury has an assignment for Doctor Bruce Banner, um, and he is here to tell him all about it. Uh, basically, for now, we are meant to believe there's a Hydra weapon that Shield is is aware of, um, a Hydra space station that has a revolutionary AI system. Uh, that that is skewed intelligence because it was an experiment, you know, to blow up the world by detonating nukes without being noticed. I think as predictable as the twist is in here, it's still so good. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. My brain is like, you know, I can almost buy this. I can almost buy this. Well, you can buy it. I think the funny thing about it, though, I think, well, especially because if, if I guess... If you know comic book Nick Fury a little bit more, I guess the twist is more obvious. Um, but like, so, yeah, what what the what the AI system is, it, it makes sense. But uh, who made it is uh, is is to be questioned, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so so Fury lays out uh, uh, what is meant to happen, and and uh, Bruce, of course, he, he also has this amazingly dark character moment where he's laughing over. Russian cosmonauts suffocating to death in space. Yeah. Like, 
Um, oh yeah, and, and like and, and like Bruce is like, oh oh, you think that's funny? And then he goes like, it was the Cold War banner. So yeah, I do think it's funny. Um, oh man, what a cold bitch! I love him. <laughs> yeah, and and so much of this issue is just this extended conversation, and like mm-hmm. it's a fantastic extended con extended conversation, mm-hmm. uh, largely because yeah, it's like we could. We could be changing the world with this. It's it's crazy. It's like we, you know, it's like, and we have, you know, what what really gets Banner on board is the men is then men, it's mentioned that like, hey, this AI unleashed a preemptive strike, um, and you know, it's happened before, and it happened when Chernobyl went up. Um, bit of an interesting idea. I, I don't know if I love the idea, but it's it's enough, you know, enough to get Bruce Banner convinced, like, okay, I'll go up. Mm-hmm. Um, do you need me to disarm this? I will. It's like, oh, no, we don't need you to disarm this. We just need you to smash it. Mm-hmm. And Banner's like, well, if it was that much of a threat, you just need to destroy it. Why well, was it destroyed years ago? And Nick's like, we tried twice. And, uh, and Bruce is like that. That's all. That's all you did. You tried twice and just kind of gave up. Um, and so, it's so uh, and so Nick is like, you know, I only had the opportunity twice. Now we have another opportunity, and now it's now it's you. You are the opportunity. You're going to go up there. You're going to smash it. It's going to be fucking great. Um, and uh, and again, also, I, okay, yeah, actually, the time jumps really make no sense. It's weird. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. Anyway. Um, because okay, wait. So if Hulk was traveling five days ago already in space, why is he still there now? If he's only going like slightly outside of the moon, I, slightly outside of the Earth, like it. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't it's, track. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, you gotta save gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's on an economy flight. There's um, no, there's no come and goes out there. You gotta, you gotta take it slow. You gotta like drop it in neutral and just let it coast for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, so um, so Bruce accepts. Uh, he is sent up into space. Um, I like that he's essentially sent up there with like just a breathing mask, pretty much. Yeah. Um, we find out later. I don't think it's said in this issue yet. I don't think it's said till like the second to last, or maybe the last issue, where um, where it's like, okay, yeah, it, it, you only need a breathing mask. Basically, if if the breathing mask breaks, like our research says that you know your body will just continue to adapt to the vacuum of space yes. and you'll be fine um which i mean is 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 true technically mm-hmm. um but also you should you should get suspicious of that because clearly want him dead um yeah <laughs> and so, and so we, we we get the hulk into space he gets initially attacked by the arms of this ai and oh look it's it was... plastered with shield logos yep and Hulk immediately realizes that he has been set up and he screams fury. And, and that's where we end the issue. And it's such a great cliffhanger. It's so fucking good. Uh, bring us into uh, Incredible Hulk number 90. So. That's a cool cover. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I'm smashing the thing. Oh, it's so good with the moon behind him like that. It looks awesome. Um, but yeah, so. 
keeping updates on what Hulk is up to this uh, this whole time. Fury is uh, uh, on his base below, uh, watching what Hulk is up to. He's and one of his only... underlings is like, "Hey, you know, if you know, if, what if, what if he? How how are you going to get him to stay angry up there if that mask breaks? It's like, oh, don't worry, he'll stay angry." <laughs> Which also <laughs> just tells you immediately that also like even Fury's own men don't really know that that Fury uh, has set up Hulk. This is this is definitely a Reed Richards Nick Fury plan. Like Oh yeah. Yeah. Um so you know, uh Hulk is uh, being attacked up in space by the AI system. Um we get some really great action shots. It's actually a lot of the blood what this issue is is um uh action shots of uh Hulk fighting the, the space AI thing. Yes, created by Shield Mind, as I feel is important to continually bring up. Um, we get our first proper Hulk smash. Yeah, um, yeah, he's going to that Hulk smash, and yeah, I love watching the way that the AI adapts. Actually, how it sort of creates this like this web-like cocoon around him, yeah, out of its parts. Like it's it's a really cool idea. I love it. Try and bring it, and it brings him on on board it, and then Shield loses visual. And so it turns out, oh no, this thing starts to charge up. So Fury's going to activate his backup team. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me wonder if, like, okay, they were already trying to they were actually already trying to deal with this rogue AI thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just also like, hey, we can kill two birds with one stone. We can send the Hulk up there, kill it, <laughs> and then <laughs> Just, just, just throw him into space and make him somebody else's problem. Yeah, we already want to get rid of the guy. I mean, yeah, while we're here, while we're in space, let's make it his job um, <laughs> to, to also get rid of an evil AI that we created. Yeah, um, and if he can't, well, we probably can anyway ourselves. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. So he sends the second team out into space once again. Love watching the way the AI adapts as, um, as. Hulk is then completely consumed by it into this space station looking area, and he turns uh, back. And in the, the second te- the second team is also completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You, you get the thing where like like Nick Fury is like taking the earpiece that's just screaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, Bruce, the, yeah, so Hulk then transforms back into Bruce. Uh, he wakes up on this station inside the AI space station, um, and it is uh, now surrounded by what is it? Uh, yeah, uh, the um, uh, the weapon has converted all the subatomic subatomic energy that it's stored into gamma radiation that is now surrounding the AI system. Um, and as Bruce like continues to to sort of look through this uh, the space station, he finds the entire crew that first went up with it. They're all dead, obviously. It, it looks um, almost like they've had like they they've they've like dried out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they also have like like robot like tentacles coming out of their ears. It looks like oh, so. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it doesn't look like they like starved here. Really, it looks like the AI did something to them. Like maybe absorb them because it's like a learning machine, and it's like yeah. Oh my god! Learn. Ooh, it's such a cool idea. Oh, I love it. <clears throat> it's a shame that it's only you know in these issues. And yeah, so. and it and it really is only just serving as this subplot to get 
Hulk sent out into, into space. space. Yeah. Um, but it is a really cool idea to, you know, um, it's, they could have just as easily in one issue sent him into space, but I'm glad they're actually taking the time to tell a story along with it, which sounds like I shouldn't applaud it for that, but it's a cool idea. I love it. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a good story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like the issue ends then with Bruce Banner face to face with this AI in a robotic humanoid like construct. Um, with fingers that look like they're meant to suck like mm-hmm. that's that's how i look at those fingers and it's, it's... suck or blow one might say um <laughs> and uh and yeah that is where where the issue ends uh taking us into our final issue for today uh the incredible hulk number 91 so I also, I, we haven't mentioned it actually up to this point. The uh, the story throughout these last four issues is called "Peace in Our Time," um, which I don't know. It's just such a perfect title. I love that. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so big, big, big boardroom meeting with uh, Nick Fury and and his, the Pentagon. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think it's important to contextualize this as this wasn't during the Bush administration, mm-hmm. like. Weird thing to contextualize, I know, but like it's the Bush administration. You can tell these two pages are a giant block of text of fear because it's like, oh no, what if you're creating an incredible Hulk that is a space station AI thing? Is the fear. Um, but it's like, this is like, well, it can't replicate the Hulk because gamma radiation is, is, is unstable. And, and, and the Hulk's transformation was a fluke. Uh, but it also feels like Fury is trying to also convince himself as well as the United States government. Oh, totally. Um, Cause he doesn't know. Uh, and it's like, it's like, he does know that the AI is going to try to assimilate. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of the series is kind of a horror action story with, with that being the premise, like, mm-hmm. like, the AI recognizes Bruce Banner as not human. Um, and, you know, it's like, that makes two of us. What makes two of you? It's like, oh, you really want to know? Yes. So he uses that point to turn into the Hulk. And mm-hmm. we and start fighting. Mm-hmm. And, and through this fight, the AI is both fighting Hulk and also seemingly, it looks like, trying to, like, learn from it as well. Learn and assimilate, like, it starts to like replicate his muscular structure mm-hmm. um and like shield is watching this and it becomes a brutal brutal fight mm-hmm. um like um and it's this whole idea of, like it's brutal but he's just getting started um, yeah yeah especially as like the AI just keeps getting bigger and bigger and the fight is in space um as god's eye is going to go supernova and then it causes this like massive explosion of gamma radiation in space um it also looks like the hulk gets bigger oh totally Um, yeah yeah so so not only are they sending him out into space to like another planet he's going there stronger (laughs) um which would be something to keep in mind, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, this this destroys the uh, the space station, um, and uh, and Hulk and the AI begin like fighting on the moon. It's just a cool cool visual. Get a fun fight out of it. Um, uh, eventually, um, 
uh, after destroying the whole the the, the remaining uh, bits of the AI, the uh, the robot goes down with it, um, and Hulk is then uh, he he latches onto this like cable that takes him back and back up into the shield pod that will that he presumes at least is going to take him back to Earth. Yeah, this take is this is a secondary shuttle. Yeah. So. But, uh, oh no, it starts going the other direction. And yep. back on Earth, uh, Fury poses the question, what if he comes back? It's like, well, then we'll deal with it. That's our job. Um, and, you know, Fury opens communication to someone, presumably the President of the United States, because it's Channel One, that feels like it could be for the President, saying, what's the status? Mission accomplished. And the last line is, Bruce, we're so sorry, but you've left us with little choice as the Hulk screams no and is sent into space. Yep. So... I will it. say... Nah. Nah, okay. I'll say you find out at the very least who uh, who, who Bruce sees on the screen there at the end. Um, ah. I'll say that. You'll find that out next time. I hope so. it's not Ben Grimm. because will see. Feels... You'll find out. Yeah. I mean, in my head, like, I, I assumed it was probably, like, maybe Reed Richards. Mm. It could be Reed. Um, it could be Reed. I wonder who else. It could, I'm, I'm trying to think. Of who I else mean, else hey, it because could I mean, be. we, we do know that apparently one of the Fantastic Four is going to be in this upcoming. That's upcoming true. Episode, so. That is true. That, that is, is true. true. In a small way, in a very small <laughs> way. So, but but knowing the Fantastic Four, that could be fucking Johnny. Like that's that is <laughs> Johnny true. shows up in a lot of places. <laughs> It, to be fair, those times were like mostly involving Spider-Man, though. That's true, but I could imagine. I, or, I mean, we're also in space. It could be the Silver Surfer, right? True. true like, true, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess that does it. That does it. That, yeah. that does that. See, that was <laughs> that was only like a, a little less than like an hour long spoiler section. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of it's. It, it, it's a short book. It's a short. Book. It's a short it's, book, and the issues aren't particularly jam packed. Um, yeah, and, it's, and, and honestly, books. it's it's honestly it's kind of refreshing coming off of our previous Marvel books. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, like, it's it, it's it's good. It's decent. Yeah, it's fun. It's it sets up the scenario for what Planet Hulk's going to be. Um, Are you really excited for Planet Hulk? Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. It'll be interesting. I'm fully expecting a completely change in a complete change in style because we're getting Oh, most definitely. A whole new writing Gr- team. Greg Pack is a very different team. writer. Yeah. Yeah. Um and also, you're on a totally different planet. So, <laughs> there's yeah. 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 It's uh Yeah. yeah it's going to be very different. And um I'm, and just honestly so a very just a very different kind of comic book in general. Um yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that's what, that's what I'll say going into the next. The next yeah, I I mean I I don't know. I'd be hard. It's kind of like pr- the Planet Hulk prelude is good, but I'm like it's kind of tough to recommend not knowing how Planet Hulk turns out. Mm. Uh, well, at the very least, when you recommend the Planet Hulk prelude to somebody, it's a small investment. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a small it's a small book. You're not asking them to invest you know a million hours of their time. Like it's a very quick read. Obviously, since you both read it today, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's 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 a very easy thing to get into, and you're not asking for a ton of investment. And I think at the very least, it piques your interest for getting into yeah. the actual Planet Hulk story. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. 
I have a question for you, Joey. When you were designing this for these first 10 Marvel episodes, uh-huh. were these two episodes always in it? What's funny is back when I didn't come up with uh, when I was first coming up with the Marvel block, I uh, and I didn't have the idea of the ten episodes with five two episode blocks each in it. Uh, I was originally going to have us do the whole saga, going up to World War Hulk as well. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, th- this story was always in this block, no matter what. So this was always here, always here. So yeah, World War, World War Hulk was going to be part of it, but I was like, you know, we'll finish it another time. Planet Hulk is a good sort of standalone story. You don't necessarily require world war hulk but we'll totally do it when we get to you know probably our next war hulk also like its own big event where it gets its own mini series yeah world war hulk is a five five issue mini series i'm pretty sure they're double length yeah they're double length issues and uh and yeah you do need the context of planet hulk for it but it's it's yeah it's another pretty big event whereas planet hulk is longer it's 16 issues but those are also the issues of the incredible all i believe pretty much all issues of the incredible yeah almost world. all there are a couple of small exceptions in there they're mostly stories from other things so, yeah yeah mm. so um but yeah so that was that uh whew, that was good that was good that was a good time mason thanks for coming on for this uh for this first one and uh absolutely I'll, thank I'll you so much pretty, for having me again uh, of course of course uh i'm assuming you'll be on for the next one uh so yeah um, That'd be nice. That'd be fun. Uh, looking forward to that. Actually, you know, it's funny. Um, so I think I did. I give you the option of pretty much all of our Marvel episodes when I said um, you could be on a Marvel one. I think you gave me the option of either this one or like uh, the uh, the the X Men one. I think. Oh, okay, gotcha. I, hmm. I wonder what else. Hmm. I and, don't know. And I think I picked this one because like this is the one that I knew the least about. Mm, okay cool 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 i thought i gave you daredevil too i might have been, i might be wrong i don't know maybe i i i don't remember but yeah like genuinely like i i cannot stress this enough i have absolutely no idea what to expect from planet hulk i know nothing yeah. about this story nice i will say if, if you're familiar with like what the mcu has showed you with planet hulk with through like thor ragnarok kind of throw most of that out um okay yeah, it, 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 they they kind of took just mostly the aesthetic of Planet Hulk, and even then, a lot of that wasn't translated properly. Um, so yeah, okay. so it, yeah, um, so yeah, it, it pretty much you do know nothing about Planet Hulk, which is awesome. Um, and I can't imagine Jacob does either. So I know but, that there is Hulk in it, and there is a Hulk in a planet. There's a planet. You, are, a planet. Yes, you are correct about those two things. They are the two words of the title. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, we're gonna see what that's all about next time. So that'll be fun. Uh, but in the meantime, let's uh, let's let's plug some things. Yes, so uh, uh, let's start. With Mason, do you have anything to plug? No, not really. Um, cool. <laughs> I mean, my my Twitter is uh, is at the GD two fifty six, as is like whatever my blue sky one is. I'm I'm assuming they'll both be in the description of uh, yeah of, of, of either the YouTuber or, or like the podcast thing. That's yeah. basically it. I don't really have anything going on like in terms of like public like either videos or anything i'm I'm just swamped with like college stuff right now so it's hard to do stuff totally fair totally fair uh jacob uh well as always my blog at the time you are listening to this if it's just come out uh my blog is continuing star trek the original series um by the time this comes out uh myself and joey's video series um, with it will be five episodes in to season three 
of Ooh, the what original is, what series. What is episode five? Um, yeah, I'm kind of vamping here. <laughs> uh, uh, is, there is, we... is there truth in is is there in truth no beauty? To do oh, the last okay, one that, that one's actually good. Um, <laughs> that we did as well as um, I do know because I, I'm. As at, at time of recording, I'm releasing it very soon. I have just finished do, reviewing the secret projects from Brandon Sanderson with the Sunlit Man uh, as last secret project. So I, I, with that, I have one more Sanderson novel that I am uh, reviewing before I start to move on to other things. Um, another big massive fantasy series, as well as uh, I have begun my in-depth analysis of The Shadow Rising. Um, hopefully uh, the third of those should be up by the time this comes out. Um, some personal life stuff happened and the schedule for that got thrown way off um, due to that. Um, also on YouTube, um, because it's happening, I am doing small little uh, vlog discussions of the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Um, check that out. So when this is out, those all three of those will be up. Um, I hope the giggle is good. I <laughs> have some reservations. <laughs> I mean, hey, um, I can I can do a real quick review of the giggle since by the time everyone's hearing it, it's out. Uh sure, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was surprised. I, I was honestly surprised with like how little cameos there were, but I I do think the inclusion of like the guy from uh, Robots of Death was pretty interesting. Mm, what, um, what guy? Oh, oh, you know the guy. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, of course, of course. Um, I thought Neil Patrick Harris was good. I kind of wish they kept him around like longer than just a few minutes, but I mean. I, I, I understand the need to like just get him out. I, I thought like the 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 shooting him in the head with a Glock was a little strange, specifically because <laughs> it, it felt very like different from what Doctor Who usually does. But I understand that RTD is trying to do like a, an anniversary, but also pushing it forward. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think that the choice also to have like fifteen different David Tennants is weird. But you know, whatever. It's, you it's are... not my show. You are a menace to society. Um, Thanks. All right. Well, all right. Uh, I guess on Blood Donut Studios, uh, yeah, uh, Jacob already mentioned, uh, coinciding with his uh, blog reviews, uh, me and my brother have been watching through Star Trek, the original series. Um, that's all coming out. Uh, keep in mind, of course, the Patreon that is up there. Uh, we have uh, two tiers, one for just a, a dollar for general support and four dollars for one week early access for our videos, uh, which is actually half of what the original tier was for early access uh, back on coffee. So it's, it's probably the best you're going to get. And also we have a ton of goals that you can find in the pin post on Patreon um, that, uh, that hopefully we can fulfill someday. So yeah, be sure to check that out. And uh, yeah, that's there. Um, other stuff, uh, R2BD, I think recently released its second episode. If not, it's coming this week. It, we're recording this pretty far in advance. I don't know exactly when things are coming out, but it's there hopefully, or maybe coming soon. One of those things. Um, uh, Breaking Brian uh, is happening again also because it's so far in advance I'm not quite sure of the recording schedule so either the newest episode is out or it's coming very soon I <laughs> this is this is this is my promo corner and it's not good <laughs> um <laughs> things are happening eventually yeah so i want to check out fresh face one shots because me and jacob do those and we've yeah. been talking about superman by joshua williamson and brave and the bold by various and wonder woman by tom king and those have all been great check yes. those out uh, i believe a, those the next installments of those will be coming this week the, the week that this releases yes. at some point so check those out when they're out so yes. 
And we <laughs> may be that. adding a fourth series come the new year. We haven't decided it's yet. It's possible. It's possible. So, yeah. Um, all right. I think that about does it. Uh, thank you all so, so much for watching. Of course, as always, I'll leave socials and everything linked in the description below. Uh, mine, Jacob's, Mason's, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so, so much. Uh, until next time, this has been Joey Morgan. And Jacob Licklider. I'm also Mason. Fuck. Goodbye. I, I Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>